Yeah, yeah. So sure. uh, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Are we ready to cut it? What's happening? Episode 54 of Nothing Lose Podcast. 54. I'm Tony. I'm Joey. Join with. And this is Brad. Who is Brad? Who is Brad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my name is Brad. I'm born and raised in San Diego. Uh, I live with my mom and my grandmother. I got a deaf puppy. Um, and that is a little bit about me. Um, Brad, for our listeners, is our youngest guest guest so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're able to disclose his age, but, but just the youngest. <laughs> at his, at, yep, at his young age, he's already doing some really big things. So, uh, no, thank you. Shout out to Carl, um, the Gross One Connect, that just linked us up and told us, like, hey, it'd be honored to have him on here so yeah he's got a story he's got one hell of a nonprofit he started and we're gonna jump right into it that's yeah. what life's about though you know just to hone in on that is about connections so you know who knows who you might know we're all separated by like the six degrees of separation or something like that um this was a great connect yeah. so shout out to carl again like we're, we're really stoked about this episode Sally, the man usually dunks but this is when he threw up the lob for us <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so so carl. uh so so brad um You've got a lot going on in your life, yeah. and you're on the podcast today for a very special reason, yeah. right? Um, we want to hear about Single Hope, which we're going to cut to in a while. We want to hear about your current job and what you do, mm-hmm. um, but more so, we want to hear about your story. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. Just, just like a little brief uh, you know, tidbit, mm-hmm. Single Hope Foundation is a nonprofit that uh, Brad Boyce here founded for single parent households mm-hmm. um not just moms not just moms you know could be dads maybe even a grandparent or two, yeah you know? yeah so how did you get into that and take us back from the very beginning so you already said you're from san diego yeah so you know what I, i'd like to do is i want to start out where i am right now and then we'll go back in time and kind of explain how i got here um, your story you know whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know i don't know if you think you're the captain but no, i'm just kidding your story, <laughs> no, you tell no, it no. Go. Um, yeah, man. So right now, you know, I'm 22 years old um, here in San Diego, and uh, I'm the founder of this nonprofit called Single Hope Foundation. It's helping single parents all over San Diego. And um, I am also a COO at a consulting firm which manages a gentleman's career by the name of uh, Remy Adeleke. And so he's got a lot of amazing things going on as well. And uh, we actually met in acting class. So I'm an actor, uh, studied at the Lee Strasberg Film Institute in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Wow. And um, yeah, you know, I'm writing my book. It'll be done by the end of the year. What? So. Actor, author, philanthropist. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that's, all right. that's where so I'm at right now. So what don't you do? No, I know. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to boast at all. <laughs> I just want to show, you know, this is where I'm at. Um, but it was by the grace of people that helped along the way. I like that. So um, when I was a young kid, uh, things were not um, as planned or normal. Um, my mom, like I said, she's a single parent. But when I was growing up, she was a uh, supplier of a very bad drug called crystal meth. And um, she actually sold that out of our one-bedroom apartment. And uh, that was my life. My life was surrounded by that. She kind of made everything back in the in the bedroom and uh, people would come to the door, you know, knock and that was somebody coming to buy. And so I would see these people come in and out the doors all day long um, of buying drugs and all these different things. And, uh, you know, I was young, but I could still understand what's going on. And I knew something wasn't right, but at what age? 
Uh, this would have been at five, five yeah. years old. So, um, and it lasted, you know, for years after that. But um, it, it, you just could see the uh, the sadness and the sorrow and the confusion of these individuals coming in the house. But I, I can't blame my mom for it. I, I absolutely cannot blame my mom for it because she was trying to provide uh, financial stability for, for myself and her, mm-hmm. you know, to put food on the table, clothes on my back, different things like that. And, um, yeah, man, one day we heard a knock on the door and it wasn't the normal, you know, I'm here yeah. to get some drugs kind of knock. And, uh, it was undercover cops and they busted in the house. I ran back to my mom's room and, uh, she had the drugs, obviously, like I said, in her room, she panicked, stuffed everything in my pants no. So, you know, here I am, five, six years old with uh, some pockets full of drugs. <laughs> and, um, you know, they raided the house, went through everything, through everything. I mean, couches, beds, cabinets, open, everything, all over the floor. And um, at that time, I watched my mother walk out of the house, and she was going to jail in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad is not in the picture because he was involved with drugs and alcohol as well. And... Um, so I sat there, you know, what, what are we going to do with Brad? And uh, my dad actually showed up on his bike, like a bicycle. Like a bicycle? Like a bicycle to come pick me up. And the cops looked at him and was like, <laughs> no, that ain't happening, obviously. You know, taking this, this kid on, on a bike. And um, my grandmother showed, showed up. And my grandma lives here in San Diego as well. And she's actually the person that, uh, you know, that I'm with all the time. Absolutely amazing lady. But she took me home. And uh, she knew what was going on with my mom, but not to this extent. And she knew my mom was going to jail. Mm -hmm. So she went, took me home, got everything ready, gave me some food. And uh, she took off my clothes to wash them. And you still had, so the the, the cops cut up your couch, overturned your bed. Took all the money. Took all the, you know, but they didn't check your pocket. They didn't check me. They didn't check me. You're not going to check a six-year-old. They didn't check it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, this was years ago. I think, you know, probably right now they yeah. might check the kids because right. people are a little, uh, you know, clever, more clever, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But um, So w- w- what did grandma do with the drugs? <laughs> yeah, grandma found all of them on me, and she panicked, had no cl- you know, clue what to do. She got rid of it, obviously. Like flushed it? Yeah, I, I think she flushed it. I'm not exactly sure what she did. Um, I think it was more of... Did she ask you, like, hey, why do you have these? Or oh, no. Like, you had that look as you're like... Yeah. She had, I think she had that look. You know, like I said, I'm young, right? But yeah. I remember this um, from you know, my mom telling me all these different things, and uh, I think it was like the, oh, crap. Don't look, Brad. Let me get rid of these and 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 just shut your eyes, kind of thing. Um, that's some real shit. That's some real, yeah, some at real six stuff. Six years man. old. At six years old. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it up a little bit shorter. But my mom eventually got out of jail, and uh, she completely changed her life, man. Like um, a complete, just full turnover. She just went through a, a, an amazing transition. How much time did she do? Um, she was in there, I think, since they couldn't find anything, I think she was only in there for like maybe weeks or something. I've some, one of our family members bailed her out. Okay. Um, but yeah, something on those terms and, uh, right. She, so they caught her like just having the drugs. They didn't so, catch her in the act of selling yeah, or something like that. So they, well, they didn't even it. find the drugs. So it would have been like, you know, suspicion of selling narcotics exactly exactly there wasn't too much evidence to actually um you know charge her with stuff but uh, she was was probably like a small fish too right like she wasn't you know 
cooking it up in the damn it, yeah, exactly. If she, has a, if she has enough just to stuff his pockets, you know, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too much, you know. But um, you know, but I mean, people all around San Diego, like they just knew, like that, you know, that that's where it was. That, that was that was the place. Mm-hmm. But um, what I really want to get to is that the choice she made when she got out of jail and she realized she screwed up. You know, like uh-huh. things that wasn't right. That right. obviously wasn't right. I got this kid to raise. What am I gonna do? And uh, she started making the changes. She went to AA meetings. I grew up in AA meetings, literally in NA, mini- NA meetings, like right. straight up sitting there listening to all these people with all these problems and, and addictions and um, just unfortunate circumstances kind of thing. And uh, that's, you know, that's what happens. She started making these changes and uh, people along the way just saw it and came alongside us, provided cars, clothes, food, um, Kind of when you're sitting there, how am I going to pay my next check? Somebody's knocking on the door with that check, you know, to, to just help us out. Wow. And we can get, you know, deeper into that if you guys want. But, you know, things went on and we started making choices. And um, when here she we got, are today. What kind of people were, like, giving you assistance? Was it, like, her NA, you know, sponsors, like, her teammates, or just, like, random-ass people? Yeah. So, honestly, it was random people. And this started to happen when... um I was in more of like elementary school, middle school, high school. I mean, literally, dude. Like, we, I, we, we Christmas is coming up, right? You, every parent wants to put right something, something under the tree for their kid. Yeah. And she couldn't, obviously. And I went to this aftercare program, like an ESS or whatever. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. But um, I saw the people, the um, I don't know, teachers, uh, just collecting all these things in these black trash bags, and I'm like heck are those like what's going on man like this is weird and my mom comes and picks me up and she takes those trash bags i'm like okay this is weird man but turns out those are presents that all that ess programs families accumulated for me to have christmas damn you got bags (laughs) bags like like you know like i woke up and there's just presents all over the house and i'm like what the heck like this is weird do they know your circumstance like did you share it or do you think it was your mom sharing it i think i know you're still young but yeah yeah yeah. i think it was my mom that kind of shared a little bit of what was going on um and you know around the around the house and how she was just making a complete change yeah um, and really making an effort to... Because uh, if people are willing to change, people are willing to help people. Yeah, yeah. Especially for her to share yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that just goes back to uh, choices, right? And I think we as humans have the ability to make a choice on whether or not we want to get better better, or whether or not we want to um, make a change, right. right? You know, I always tell people... Monday suck, right? You, you, you get done with your weekend. You're having fun. No problem with that. But then you hit Monday and you're like, why? You know, like I'm just trying to knock out. I'm just trying to sleep. And um, you have a choice when you're laying in your bed and you wake up Monday morning. What kind of day are you going to have? Yeah. Monday suck. Today is going to suck. My boss is going to come down and, you know, tell me everything that I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have that day. You're probably gonna have that day. Yeah. You just told yourself what yeah. kind of day you're gonna have, and uh, and you know you say today's gonna be dope, man. I'm gonna kill it no matter what happens. Da, da, da. You've got that choice. So you think that it's a self fulfilling prophecy? So like whatever you put out in the universe is what you get back. Yeah, I, I really, I really, I really do. Um, a lot of times there's that uh, you know I don't know exactly who has that quote, but it's like 85 percent of the things that you worry about don't actually happen. Right. 
And so people are, are, are already creating false uh, situations, scenarios, um, thoughts before they even start their day. So they're stressing about things that don't even matter. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, look, you know, if you look on the, the opposite side, on the contrary, you know, things can happen for you, not to you. Like, that's, that's the truth, man. You know, you really have that option and that choice when you're laying in your bed. Yeah. And it's all a matter of making that right choice. Now, of course, there's, like, things that we can't control, like maybe a car accident, right? But, like, for most things, that day-to-day things that suck that just make your day terrible. We, we can probably control that. We, we, have, we have the, the, the option. mindset, the attitude you come into the day, you know, because everyone's coming in, I hate Monday type of thing. But if you come in Monday like, hey, it's just another day. I'm going to go at it about my way. Yeah. You already changed it. What if I'm really tired, though? Yeah. <laughs> what, if, really what, tired. what if I'm just like really tired? I know you got a lot of caffeine. No, you know. Dose up on the caffeine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the caffeine can help, different things like that. But, um, I think it's really uh, a matter of knowing who you are as a person, okay? And, like, you know your strengths and weaknesses. And if you're tired and you're just like, dude, like, I'm really tired right now, and you have the capability of going into work a little bit late, boss isn't going to, like, take you down, then cool, chill for a little bit, you know, get your body right, get your mind right, and then walk out the door. You know, you got to be prepared for what comes at you. So if you mm, do yeah. have a car accident or some guy flips you off on the road, you're not retaliating and fighting fire with fire. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like, you know, okay, you know what? I'm tired, but... Can I ask you something, though? Let's do that. Yeah. So, because, like, I, I suffered from depression, mm-hmm. right? This is widely known. Um, and I know a bunch of people who suffer from depression, you know? So, like... Sometimes I, I can't control that Monday feeling, you know? Yeah. So, like, what would I do if I just wake up and my hormones are out of balance and, like, I feel just, like, depressed already? Like, is there something that I can do to change that? Uh, I mean, scientifically, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I have the answer for that, and I don't want to say anything uh, that might offend anybody that does <laughs> suffer with, you know, depression because yeah, yeah, it yeah. is mm-hmm. a, 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 a medical, it's like a, it's a problem. Yeah, it you is. You know, and, and it sucks. And um, I just feel like if, if you really take the, the proactive steps on um, getting yourself maybe the, the right help if you can, or, yeah. um, you know, telling people and, and not holding it in because a lot of times people think, well, if I tell somebody that I suffer from depression, they might look at me differently. Oh, no, definitely. You uh-huh. know, and, yeah, for and, sure. and you're just like, I don't want to be looked like that. Yeah. And, and you, you may have this amazing career as a businessman or all these different things, but behind closed doors, you're struggling with something like that. Absolutely. Right. And it's like, look, I can walk in the office with the big smile on my face. We're going to make some money today. But this morning was a little bit different because yeah. I woke up and things just weren't right. Yeah, yeah. What if, yeah, what, what if you're just kind of like shitty from you know six a.m. on? You know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, like I said, I, I don't have the right answer for that. But um, how about the other way? As a friend, how do I help Joey, or how do I help somebody that has depression like that? Mm, yeah. Ooh, um, I think. How would you attack it that way? Just you, like obviously, this is just your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, okay, my opinion, I would say creating the right environment. If you two live in the same apartment, right, and you know he suffers from something like that, Mm -hmm. maybe the night before, and, you know, maybe something happened over the weekend, right, and that could affect his Monday. Create create that environment where he wakes up on Monday with a little bit 
more juice in him, right? You yeah. know, a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more uh, optimism that he's gonna uh, kill. I like, totally agree bit. with that. Okay, so like, if let's say I lived with somebody and I wasn't feeling quite like myself because maybe this was a low, yeah. you know? Would you say that the other person who I live with and who I count on and you know supposed to be like my moral support? Do you feel like that person kind of has like an obligation to help a little bit, you know, even, you know, because I mean, you're in a relationship with the person. Yeah. Everything's been laid out on the table. Like, hey, I have this thing that I deal with. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like maybe they, like if they want to stick around and they've got to like share the load or no? Yeah, I I think that's a mutual understanding between the two of you. Right. Um, If you've got, like I said, this situation that's going on with you and you depend on this on 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 your your boy, you know, you depend on him for not only uh, emotional support, but so many other different things. I think that other person, I don't think it's an obligation or like a duty of them. I think if they're truly your friend and they love you for who you are. They're going to do it. Then they would anyway. No matter what. They're going to do like it no that. matter what. Yeah. And if they aren't, and if they're sitting there telling you everything you're doing wrong or telling you um, it's just a phase, you know, like, just get out of it, bro. Like, you know, life sucks already kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's not your friend. Yeah. You know, you got to look for the right people to have your back and support you and love you and know who you are further than your outer skin and your physical appearance. Yeah, I just I just feel like people are, are afraid to have that conversation. You know, it, it's just weird. Yeah. When were you comfortable having that conversation with people like, hey, my mom used to sell drugs. I Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be real with you guys you, right now. I, for the listeners, he didn't tell us this. No. We no, started no, it. Yeah. We had no idea. So me and Joey's face is like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what just no happened? idea. No uh-huh. idea. We knew he was like raised by a single parent, but we didn't know the whole background about it so this actually happened two years ago i knew my life was my childhood was uh like i said different Mm -hmm. i knew there was something wrong but i didn't know what and my mom never told me what it was okay i knew she went to jail i knew there was some weirdos that would come around the house here and there but i didn't know why and i didn't want to ask because i was afraid of the pain it would cause my mom i'm sitting here in los angeles california in an acting studio um, at the Lee Strasberg Film Institute at 10 o'clock at night on stage in this black theater, right? Red seats, just 10 of us in there, an amazing acting teacher. She's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yelling, just typical, just gets it out of you. And I'm sitting there on stage and I'm doing a monologue and I can't get any emotion. I'm stuck. Why can't I feel this emotion? What's going on? I feel like I'm just saying these words and I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Brad. You know, think of something, something that brings up an emotion with you. What, like, you know, she keeps going and nagging at me and nagging me. Talk, talk to me about your childhood. I don't, I don't really know a lot about my childhood, Annie. I don't, I don't know. Brad, tell you, figure it out. You something, something, something. And she sat, let, you know, let me sit up there for about two minutes. And I hysterically started crying, snot and everything, bawling my eyes out, bawling my eyes out. And I had no clue why. And she goes, begin the scene. And I begin the scene. And I just, you know, just going. And um, I, 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 got, I walked off the stage and I sat in the chair and I was just like, something Triggered was about this single, you know, this apartment and something. And I went home and I said, mom, this is what happened in acting class today. Can you explain why I felt this emotion? 
and she shared the news on what went down, and then she showed me her mug shots and everything. Oh, wow. So it was like a full disclosure that night. Yeah. She had like a... And she just said she was waiting for the right time and different things like this, you know, and still some of our family members don't know that she did that. Um, and, okay. You know. So can I... Let me ask something, and you know, like, no... No offense to your mom, but do you feel like she would have been totally okay just going your whole life with never, like, telling you that, you know? That's a great question. That's really good. Um, I'm not sure, but my mom and I are very transparent with each other. We yeah. tell each other everything, and um, I feel like there would be a time that would present itself where it would be appropriate for her to tell me. Yeah. I do think she was maybe waiting for, like, a level of maturity. Well, mm-hmm. obviously, though, that, like, really... Burrowed, burrowed itself like real deep in your subconscious, right? Yeah. So even though you weren't, yeah, I mean, so I, yeah. shit, man. If if you didn't have that breakdown, you know, who knows? You might have had a bigger breakdown later. You know, something substantial, right? You know, that is the absolute truth. That is the absolute truth because, Jeez, Louise, <laughs> a lot of times, like I just when we're going back to just talking about things like that and being real honest with each yeah. other, and that's one thing I kind of want to talk about is being honest with yourself, right? I feel like it's very rare nowadays for people to sit down and be completely real, throw every insecurity out on paper in front of you and look at it and face it, right? Because I think a lot of people wake up in the morning and look at themselves in the mirror and they're disgusted with either an addiction they've got, Mm -hmm. um, a thing they did last weekend with somebody Mm -hmm. Um, or it could be whatever. And they look at themselves every single morning, and they can't stand who they're looking at. And it's not the physical outer appearance. It's who they are inside, who they are inside. And they don't want to face that addiction because it hurts. They don't want to face that uh, breakup because it hurts. It hurts, right? But when you face that and you kind of sit, I always say like a virtual take a seat in in that problem, Um, and really uh, address it and see how you can maybe um, get it to disappear or get it to just move away from, you know, move away from you. Um, That's when growth starts to happen. When you know you're addicted to a drug, right, or um, pornography or whatever it may be, when you're addicted to something like that and you know it's holding you back from something, um, from being that person that you want to be, look at it, sit with it, and figure out how to stop it because mm-hmm. it can be stopped. Yeah. You just have to work at it. It's not something that's going to be this microwave thing where you just press 30 seconds and it's good. It's going to take time. You know, you got to cook the turkey. You got to prep the turkey. You got to, you know, marinate it. And then it's got to cook for six hours. It takes time. And, mm-hmm. and that's what you got to do. You got to take time with these things that are hurting you as, a, as an individual. Um, and then let it go where it needs to go. And so first step you recommend is um, writing it all down? Yeah. I mean, however, if, if you're good with writing things down or um, talking with a friend, I mean, that you trust or talking to yourself, you know, in your room by yourself, whatever it may be, be honest, real honest with yourself and, um, and put those things out there. Put those things out there. Can I, okay, let me, let me ask you another question. Um, what if you don't know, like, what's, like, like so, sort of just like you, mm-hmm. let's say that you had a breakdown, you had no idea why, and let's say, you know, hypothetically, yeah. 
your mom wasn't available to have that conversation. Like maybe, you know, she passed away or maybe she was still locked up, you know. Well, obviously, if she, if she was still locked up, you probably know why. So, yeah, let, let's, let's say that she was, like, unavailable, mm-hmm. and you could not reference her for that sort of trauma that happened to you. You would kind of still be in, like, a limbo mystery thing, right? Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel like, like you would tackle that situation? Because maybe some people, you know, don't have the reference points that you had. Um, you know, maybe there was some childhood trauma, yeah. And they don't, can't remember exactly what, just like you, yeah. you know. Um, the first and foremost thing is what I would say is ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that it, maybe you have access to a family member or a friend that may have been uh, around that area at that time, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. It's okay. It's okay to ask questions and, and to see maybe if you can kind of crack that code that you know there's something out there that needs to be cracked but you're not sure what it is. Yeah, exactly. Ask questions. And then once you start to make some way with it, um, get some help, some emotional help. Maybe it'd be a therapist or um, anybody, honestly, that you, like I, I keep going back, that you, who you trust. And um, really try to bring those people around you. And, you know, it's always like three is better than one, right? Yeah. You know, get, the, get that team with you and start to crack that, crack that. And it, it's, it's, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. These things suck. Yeah. It sucks doing that. But on the other side of that mountain is everything you've been looking for, is the person who you're trying to be, is that job, is that, uh, that girl or that guy, or um, is that dream right on the other side of the mountain. But you yeah. just got to be honest with yourself. I like that. So... Other than that, you know. Um, Other than that, and, and you, <laughs> and you. Well, I, I, I don't really know how to segue. I just want to talk about single hope for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go away real quick. Yeah, when we can. Uh, Not. I think. Yeah, you know, they should plug it right there. We'll plug it at the end too. At least. Okay. Here, Single Hope Foundation or your personal IG or Facebook. You know. Um, can you give us some plugs, like just some, some handles right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find Single Hope out on a Single Hope Foundation on Instagram, Single Hope Foundation on Facebook. And, uh, and if anybody wants to visit the website, singlehopefoundation.com. In a so. nutshell, what is Single Hope Foundation? Yep. So Single Hope is assisting families all over the, uh, San Diego. So what we do is we go in there, we capture their story, let them tell their story right then and there. But we've done our due diligence on what they need right then and there. So at the end of them telling their story, we present them with what they need. We just got a family uh, car. Um, we, oh, crap. Yeah, we... Uh, I need a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, a car, you know, food, um, put this girl through uh, college and uh, different things like that just to really give these single parents, mother, father, grandmother, uncle. Go, is- go on the website, listeners. You don't have... I'm not trying to pitch it or anything, but go on the website, the homepage, two-minute video of him selling it, and if that doesn't motivate you and one way to help, then I don't know what will. That's awesome. You sold it really well. You told the story, what we're here to do, and then just the images and the video itself. Like, How can you. people Impressed. apply for that? Thank you. Yeah, so at the bottom of every single uh, page on the website, there's a form you can fill out. Oh, okay. And you can also uh, send an email to singlehopefoundation. There's three methods. No, it's singlehopefoundation at gmail.com. Just shoot me an email, and I'll... Uh, I'll take care of you. And like I said, you know, whether it be financially, um, whether a dollar, whatever's on your heart, it's all good. But uh, most importantly, if you have a family that needs help, 
you know, just just shoot me an email and we'll do we'll we'll, we'll get them help. Cool. And and, and this is one hundred percent donation based. Yeah, it's uh it's a, I'm under an initiative under another nonprofit called City Hope, which is domestic. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it's domestic violence and human trafficking survivors. So um, it's completely they could you could write off your donation and everything five hundred one c three. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So. Obviously, your story is very unique, and it you know fits the shoe here for Single Hope Foundation. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you to be able to give back to families who you know might might be in your situation or was in your situation, and you know, yeah, tell us about that. Like, feed our soul right now. Yeah, yeah, it Walk it is the first time. <laughs> it is priceless, and it's it's indescribable and indescribable. Um, the ability to do something for somebody else. And see their reaction, whether it be a smile, a hug, a handshake, or whatever it may be, is is amazing. It's amazing uh, just to see what something small can do for somebody. You never know what it can do for somebody. Um, this Christmas, the best gift that I received was a phone call from this mom of three daughters. We took her out on a shopping spree. And she called me. I didn't really know who the number was. Long story short, I hear girls screaming in the background. I don't know what's going on. The girls just woke up and saw all their presents, you know, oh. and that's from the help of people, you know, around San Diego. Oh man! So I'm gonna ask you: Did, yeah. did you cry on the first time you helped somebody? I did, I did, um, because the first time that I helped somebody was somebody that uh, was very personal to me, and um, we had a lot of history behind that, and so it was cool being able to give back and uh, and help them out. So. I'm, I'm just assuming that this might have been somebody who was there for you when you needed help, and then you kind of like returned the favor or something. Or uh, no, it, it was uh, a guy that I just you know we um, kind of grew up together, played football and stuff, and uh, it was it was a cool thing. I mean, honestly, I got to help my uh, old little league coach. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just it's crazy, man. And this is something that uh, you know I do on my free time because I'm passionate about it. So where so. do you find the time for this? For those people out there working 40 hours and yeah, trying man. to do some hobbies like this and you're... Yeah, yeah, for, for, you're for people whose only excuse to not helping out more is because I have a full-time job, <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, I've, I have a full-time job. I work 9.30 to 4.30 every single day. I'm going to school. I get my bachelor's in, on May 3rd. Um, not this May, but next, ah, next May. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, and uh, you know, and I do my things and I'm writing a book, right? So... <laughs> Everybody has free time. Everybody has free time, and it's what you do with that free time that really makes who you are. In free time, you can get in trouble. You can do things that you probably don't want to do in your free time, or in your free time, you can do something great with it. And I said, I want to do something great with my free time. Wait a minute. So you're you're not caught up with Game of Thrones? No. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. (laughs) No, but I am caught up with American Idol. I like that show. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that. (laughs) What season are they on? (laughs) Oh, I don't even know. 20-something? No, no. It's, uh, you know, and I have have fun, man. I have fun. Somebody told me, like, dude, just have some fun. And I have so much fun. Just everything. I get to travel the world and... uh, and I get to pursue, you know, my passions. Mm-hmm. Can you, um, I mean, you don't have to say names or specific situations, but can you share a story of you helping out a family that really needed it and like their reaction and like what it did for you? Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll go back to the Little League coach. Um, this will be, I think, it, uh, maybe almost a year ago. Um, no, yeah, yeah, about 10 months ago, maybe. Um, his wife. T 
Tina. She uh, passed away from influenza B. And uh, they've got three kids, three kids. And this came out of nowhere. She said she felt something. She took her to the hospital, went and picked up the kids from school, and she went into a coma. And she passed away, I believe, 23 days later. Jesus. And I heard about the story, and I realized, um, you know, he went from a two-parent, you know, household to one in a blink of an eye. And uh, I got a hold of him, and he shared his story with me. And um, we got to just kind of create, like, a whole day for him and his kids to spend together, you know, see world, um, go do different things, just to take his daughter, little daughter out to go watch a movie, things like that. But um, that that's, that's cool, right? You know, we were able to go do that and create the whole thing. But here's what just gives me chills and goosebumps is uh, my whole intention with this thing is, is that when we go out and do something for somebody else, I want them to take that and then go do it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep that chain going. Mm-hmm. And uh, he created something called uh, Tina's Christmas angels. And so in honor of his wife, he got together with all these different people. I came alongside of them and we were actually able to provide presents. I'm talking Xbox 360, like Microsoft came in Xbox 360 tablets, Kyrie jersey, like top-notch stuff came along. And this mother of uh, five, uh, five boys, five boys, um, we uh, surprised her. She came into this house, and we had all the gifts there and everything. The video's on the Instagram page. Uh, but um, that was crazy because he received that from what we did for him, and he said, I want to give back. What do I got to do? And, and he found this lady that he wanted to help, and I said, let's do it. So he created that thing, and he was able to literally help a mom of uh, four or five boys. So wow. I was just like, oh, wow, this is powerful, man. Now I kind of... Yeah, so, you sort of started something here. Yeah, I'm like, this is, this is crazy, man. Just, so you started this a year ago? or Yeah, it, I launched it in late November of last year. So um, still kind of fairly new and stuff. And uh, Last year of 2018 or 2017? Uh, 2018. 2018. It's a baby. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. well, I mean, like... You're super young, and just like your accomplishments alone, kind of really putting me to shame right now. Nah. I mean, me at 22, you at 22, it's like night and day. You had a lot of free time. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. We'll just put it there. No, no, everybody, everybody is in their stage of life, and whatever they're doing right now is where they're supposed to be. I completely, firmly believe that. Whatever you're doing right now is where you're supposed to be. I don't feel like I should be in this. <laughs> I feel like I should be so much more accomplished, you know? Yeah, but right now it may be preparing you for something big, you know, just from this podcast that you guys are doing and spreading the word of all these awesome people and mm-hmm. what you guys are doing is incredible. I think that's just huge in that the fact that you guys have taken the time to create something like this yeah. is stuff that not many people are doing. You see all these podcasts out there. But you look at the big ones and you're like, dang, man, like they're making money from that and all mm-hmm. these different things. But you guys genuinely, um, and I know firsthand from meeting you guys, uh, where your guys' hearts are in this. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. So well, Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Super Absolutely. appreciate that. The whole, the whole idea about it, and then when Joey came aboard, it was just trying to just spread the word in San Diego. San Diego is such a small city, but I feel like we weren't on the map. And by having people on here and share their stories, we can help them plateau and we've seen people that have been on this podcast that go up to do more greater things and oh keep yeah exploring, yeah. You know? yeah 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 so but yeah we we, we love a good follow-up story too yeah, you know so yeah, so in yeah. a year a couple of six months you'll be back here and telling us what you're working <laughs> on there yeah yeah no seriously yeah no, i appreciate that guys um thank you yeah so i mean you've you've got 
you, the person, mm-hmm. your story that you share. Mm-hmm. And that alone, like just going around and telling people what you went through and like where you're at now, that's awesome enough, right? Mm-hmm. Because people can relate. Yeah. Maybe some more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on top of that, you started a nonprofit for individuals who went through or are going through the same thing as you growing up mm-hmm. without, you know, being able to have access to certain items and, um, you know, living in a certain way or making them feel like they matter, which is like two gold stars. Yeah, no, thank you. And you're also writing a book. <laughs> so can you tell us what that book's about? Yeah, I, I could uh, briefly talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah you, don't, you don't really have to you know, <laughs> disclose too much if there's a twist ending here. Yes, but. It's, it's, it's a young adult novel, um, and it's about this young boy named Zion Asher. He's 15 years old, and he encounters a nightmare for three continuous nights. Um, and in this nightmare, he is uh, given the tools and the clues through his journal to find his uh, missing mother of five years. Oh, and, oh. So, and so he has to use this journal and, um, and believe what his grandma's always told him a long, 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 long time ago, that his grandma's able to communicate through dreams. She's able to communicate through other people with their dreams. And he's got to believe this in order to find his mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's a story of uh, money versus blood. Wow. And, uh, and that's how it is. And it's, uh, he's trying to get his mom back. Oh, so yeah, he goes like through that. some some crazy stuff with that. <laughs> so it's it's, it's fiction. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fiction. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's nothing like a good old fashioned story. You know, like I read a lot of philosophy books and stuff like that, and like those get really boring <laughs> quite often. <laughs> yeah, but it's I I, yeah. I I share that idea with a few other people that are um, in the business, and it's uh it's kind of similar to um on the terms of like Stranger Things, maybe right uh s- something on those on those terms. But I think. Is that uh, C. Blanche? Is that Carl? Yeah. Uh, he says, he says, what's up? Hey, there you go. That's my boy. Hey, Carl. Man, we go way back. Right Appreciate it, man. You're the man. So uh, um, I have a really tough question to ask you. Okay. So tough. So tough. I'm ready. I'm ready. Given your situation, mm-hmm. everything you went through, and everything you are right now, and like, you know, w- what you could be, you're a... You know, you seem to be doing super well for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're young. You've got the whole world ahead of you. Let me ask you something. Why do you care? Mm. Why do you care what happens to, you know, somebody else? Why do you care if somebody's living in a, you know, lower state than expected? Why do you care? Welcome to Nothing Lose Podcast. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, you could be doing so many other things with your... You could be you know, hitting up girls and going to PB and you could be, you know, tricking out your car. You could be, you know, hitting the gym four times a day. Living your best life. Living your best life. Yeah. Why do you care? Why does it mean so much to you? I think we as humans have the ability to be uh, great, right? And that's very surface level when I say that. We as humans have the ability to do anything that we want, anything that we want. And when we are given the tools or maybe when we hear somebody say something or when, you know, maybe we see somebody doing something, it may inspire that person to go out there and be the best version of themselves. I'm in a crisis to be the best version of myself every single day. Each day I wake up, I want to be better than I was before, right? Mm -hmm. And I care so much because I know what I went through as as a kid and what I still go through. 
and um, that's nothing compared to what some of these people are going through. Yeah, that is nothing compared to what you know. And 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 I just want people to um, access their full potential. I want people to uh, learn to love one another. I want people to uh, put themselves aside and say, "How can I help the person in front of me? How can I make them a better person?" I believe success for me is how many people I can succeed, make, help succeed around me. And if I can help you know, make a group of people around me succeed, then I've succeeded. That's success. When I see my buddy or my, you know, or my, uh, my family member succeed at what they want to do, I've succeeded. Nice. So That's why he cares. That's why you care. Yep. That's why you care. And I do it for my mom because she's, she's, she's my number one. Shout so. out. My mom is also my, my number one. I have a super close relationship with my mom. Yeah. yeah so There's nothing like it. I totally feel you. My, my grandparents passed away when I was young, so I mm. didn't have a grandma like you. Yeah. But I'm sure if I did, then that would have been cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would have my, my, my number two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What does your mom tell you about this? So you started this at yeah. your, your 21. What does your mom <laughs> think? She told you the year before what happened with her, and then the year later, you started a nonprofit to help people in the same circumstances or around the same thing. Does she, does she sort of take it personally? Because, you know, like, she kind of was like the cause of a lot of your troubles. Yeah. So does the, was she like, you know, oh, wow, like, I put him through that? Like, oh. Um, or was she like, I'm so proud of him. Yeah, she is, I think, uh, very proud of me. And, um, we did have that conversation on, cause that's very, uh, you know, transparent of what, you know, for what I'm talking about and what we went through. But, um, at first she was like, people don't know this about me. People, all these different things don't understand, you know, why I did this. It's going to make me look bad. But this is like what you said, people connect with. People mm-hmm. connect with these things. And when people are able um, or comfortable enough to share uh, these sensitive topics, it could save a life. Yeah. It could save a life when you're being transparent and you uh, share what you've gone through um, or any situation. But she, she's so proud of me, and um, it's, she's my why. I mean, that's why I wake up and do what I do. That's why I push so hard because one day she's never going to have to work again. And... Um, and I, you know, and I'm going to take care of her. Yeah, I think I think that's you know goes for everybody. The reason why we work so hard at our jobs is that we can provide you know a better life for our parents yep. than they. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know. Like that's that's really my main motivator. That and getting a yard with a bunch of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, no, I just oh, that's awesome. I I just want to give back to my mom as much as she's given me. You know, and I know that Tony does the same damn thing. Yep. So. Yeah, so that, that totally resonates with us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when we're younger, I hated my mom. You know, it's like, mom, why you telling me to? Why you grounding me? Why you spanking me? Why you doing all these things? But it's for a reason because they, you know, they're not there necessarily to be our best friend. They're our mom. Yeah. You know, we obey Preach. our parents. Preach. Or else you're going to end up with somebody like Chris Jenner. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's just... You Manager. Can, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta be... You got to uh, gotta love your parents, man. You got to love no matter what they do. You got to love... That's the person that uh, brought you into this world. And uh, that's the that's person going to rock with you forever. Like, you know, for like sure. friends come and go, significant others come and go, but your parents are always going to rock with you. For sure. Win or lose. It's facts. What's up? Edgar says uh, Celtics 2019 champs. What is that? Oh. They're probably winning right now. Oh, uh, are they? Uh, <laughs> I think that's Edgar. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 no. what 
else? What do you do for fun? I mean, I, I know that like saving souls is fun and, nah, you know, yeah. but like, what about Brad as, as, as like a person? You know, like, sure. we just brought up basketball. Obviously, we're basketball fans. Yeah. You know, you said you played t-ball and you played football and yeah, little yeah, league yeah. and all this stuff. So, you know. All that's great. Being Superman is great. Saturday <laughs> night. What Saturday about? Afternoon, yeah, you're well, done. Everything's already. You got lined what up. What about Clark Kent? You yeah, know, yeah, like no, Superman no, no, no. is awesome. But <laughs> what? What? What about you know Brad Kent over here? Nah, no, 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 uh, no. You know, so when you talk about like gym, I love working out. Uh, I have a big uh, passion for fitness. I love that. I will work out all the time. Um, one thing I like to do, I like to cook, and probably one unique thing that. Uh, not many people know this about me, but there's a place called Majesty in Motion off Elkhorn Boulevard, and uh, it's a salsa the, dancing studio. Uh, strip club? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a salsa dancing studio, and so I just go there and like just learn how to like salsa dance because that's I like it. Damn. <laughs> this guy's about to be downstairs at um, Onyx. At Onyx, <laughs> yeah. At Onyx. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Boy, the nah, nah, like, who is this guy? Nah, I, like, right. I like chilling with the, the, my, my dudes and, uh, you know, my best friends. I love doing that. And uh, So let me ask you this then. Yeah. Your, your crew, are they on the same mindset as you? Or can you see it? They're like, they're wilding out. They're trying to live their best life. But, you know, you're over here trying to help people. But they're, or do you have people that are actually on the same mindset? Dude, that is, that is the best question it's when i talk about environment right and who you surround yourself with mm -hmm. these guys are why uh you know who i am right now right. is because you're a product of your environment and uh, i got one guy that's a real estate agent that is he's he started when he was 18 or something said i don't remember and he's killing it he's mm -hmm. motivated he's, he's just an awesome guy i got two other buddies that are music producers and they're so passionate about it. They love it. They, I mean, they're booking gigs like every single weekend right now. Dope. Just like super, super sick. They're uh, Don Paulo. They're they're their type. And then um, I got my boy uh, Kyle that does stock trading. And um, we're all twenty two years old. Like you know, twenty two, twenty three. So pretty much what you're telling me is like you and your whole crew is are productive and successful in their own way. Whether yeah. it be music, stocks, you know, charity authorship something yep. like that yep they, they everybody you know everybody's got their thing and they're super passionate about it. and i'm so grateful and blessed that i've been given those friends um you know to to stand by my side do you guys talk on a regular basis or is it just like hey we meet once a week or it's just like yes at their seven weeks at their <laughs> at their weekly board meeting is when they say <laughs> hi the way he's talking about are, it they probably yeah. do have board meetings yes like, you guys, oh, that's funny. You guys are you guys are acting like that one chick that was like, Brad, do you have fun? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. We, talk, we, we, we talk every day. We're just typical, like, we're, like, just like every other, you know, young 20-year-old, man. Like, we go out to, like, places, and, and we go eat. We go, um, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, these guys that are producers, they, they, they're always doing stuff in downtown and PB. We'll go out and support them and, and all that. Let me ask you uh, a question for our ladies out there. <laughs> are you dating anyone? No. I'm okay. Not, I'm not. How fire is your Tinder profile, by the way? <laughs> so it's like, you know, author, charity, <laughs> salsa dancing, fitness no. you know they're like liar <laughs> <laughs> no honestly like how how fire is is your tinder right now nah I, you know I, I ain't got no tinder man i can't, I can't how fire it. would it be how fire would your what tinder would your bio be? say what would your tinder bio say oh man that's good um 
something about breakfast because uh, I'm a big fan of breakfast. How do you like your <laughs> eggs? Uh, <laughs> what, what is oh, it? yeah, and I'm good at cooking eggs, too. I cook yeah. those every morning. So, do you, You're just going to put, like, how do you like your eggs? Avocado oh, toast. Fertilized. I got you. Oh, that's, that's Avocado I, toast. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> you, you let me know. You know, you guys want the, Yeah, no, no. For sure, man, dude. I, I don't know. Man, I don't know. Being 22, you know, you're tall. You've got a charity. You've got the world on your back, and you can salsa dance. Shit, man. You've got to be pulling, huh? Nah, yeah. Nah, nah it's not talking about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pineapple. We got him. We got him. Pineapple. Pineapple. You got me. <laughs> nah, it's just funny. Nah. As you guys get older, though, I'll give you this advice. Just like we're only five years older than you, but it gets harder to keep that connection with your friends. So yeah. cherish it. Like me and Joey, before this podcast, we didn't talk that often. You know, we would yeah. get up uh, like one a mo- once, once a month. Birthdays. Wow. And Birthdays or something yeah. like a special occasion. Gym like, hey, sometimes. I got promoted or something like that. We would hang out. Yeah. But because of this, this has brought us like we talk every day, basically. Just because of this platform that we're on, yeah. So if you want to cherish those, I I would recommend you guys get something. That's why I, I said, uh, do you guys meet once a week or something like that? Because that's the only way you're gonna keep those connections. For sure. Just setting something in stone, like we're gonna do this, because you guys are gonna get set in your path. If you're it's acting or if it's your chair, your nonprofit, you're yeah. gonna get in it, and you're gonna get straight to the grind, and you're gonna forget about the outside. It's the truth, man. You're you're completely right. It's it's like I said, we were talking about I think before this when you get caught up in life, you know, and you're like, I ain't got time. I ain't got time to go do that. I ain't got time to go get a drink with my boy. I ain't got time to uh, you know, get some breakfast with with my dude. Make the time. Yeah. Make the time. Because in the end, when we talk about your relationships are what matter, your relationships are what you can fall back on when you're down in the hole, when you're struggling, when things are good. Your yeah. relationships, you know, when you have some success at work or something that happens. You got him over here just by, dude, yeah, yeah, bro, you know, I got you. Or when you're feeling low, he's got you. You know, depend on your friends. Like, that's, that's, that's what you got to do. So I, that's, that's so true, man. That's, uh, I appreciate that advice. Yeah. No, it just, it, I wish I would have listened to people when they told me that. Because I would, you think of a, your friend from high school or from college, you're like, oh, we're always going to be friends. You know, yeah, we're always going to be friends. That's always my this boy. This is my boy, yeah. Like he gets a job or he gets a girl, you get a girl, vice versa. And then it's just, you guys never really click. Crickets. Now, all, you yeah. gotta, all you do is freaking give him that flame emoji on IG story. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid, it. man. But that's about it. Though. That's about the connection you get. So <sighs> that's the truth. That goes out to a lot of people listening. Like, reach out to people. Like, I know Joey. Joey, yesterday we went to a beach cleanup. The mm-hmm. people we were yeah, around that, yesterday, like we actually connect on a daily now. Like not like just for like, hey, we're doing this beach cleanup. We 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 bond with people outside of this. So yeah, I like want to do stuff like that. So for myself and for listeners out there, there's anything. let's say that I wanted to get involved with Single Hope, but like mm-hmm. I don't have money to give you. Yeah, is there any other way that there's I could three contribute? Ways, yeah, yeah, there's three ways. <laughs> well, then plug away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So this this uh, this year, you know, like yesterday, we just did a dinner with um, out of Lake, and we had uh, three kids that are, um, you know, going through stuff at school right now, and uh, we were just teaching them how to be like better leaders in the community. Um, what it looks like to listen to your parents. Um, they're 12 years old. So, um, oh, it was like scared straight where you guys yelled in their face. And yeah, no, we were in there, uh, you know, screaming at them. No, we just had dinner, you know, got some O's kitchen, some Italian food and just sat around and just talked. And, uh, we had their parents there and it was really cool. It was, it was an awesome experience. So those little things are what 
um, people that may not be able to help financially is what they could come alongside and help. And um, I'm going to be, you know, I'm working on creating an event, like a big event. Um, this, you know, in this year where uh, a lot of people out there in San Diego can come along and help with, uh, you know, setting up tables or uh, we'll just, be there. Just anything. We'll be there. I appreciate. We'll give you the most. Yeah, Thank we've we, we've actually been following through with a lot of things that we we promise people. Cool. You know. Yeah. So if you have an event and you need like some volunteers just to set up tables or serve some food or, or just promote it or just you know yeah, tell some really bad jokes yeah then, there you go yeah. you guys got a spot no i appreciate that yeah. thank you so much i know like i say when life is crazy but um i can promise you that when you when you go out and you do something for something you know somebody else there's uh you never know what uh it can do in that person's in that person's life well just like you said you know we all have free time and it's our choice what we want to do with it so yep. i feel like helping people and helping things like that that's like kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could be super fun. Yeah. Bring your friends, you know, like that's, that's the cool thing about it. Like you two got each other. So you're like, yo, we'll go. You know, if you, if you're kind of skeptical on, ah, I don't know if I want to go by myself and just like tell your friends like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's go do something for somebody else. Let's go, let's go do it. You know? And then you, you don't even necessarily need to help single hope. I mean, find something that you're passionate about. Maybe it's the homeless. Maybe it's the inner city youth, different things like that. Get involved. Get involved in something that you're passionate about and, um, and go help. Go help because, uh, you know, you've been gifted this, uh, this, healthy, this healthy body. Go do something with it. Yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you look at other people's situation and you complain about not having an extra two hours to do to watch a TV show or something. Yeah. Like, well, somebody's, like, worried about their next meal. For sure. I'm not saying, like, oh. yeah, just stop watching TV and stop, you know, playing video games. It's, it's pick two hours out of a month, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. Start there, you know, maybe an hour out of the month and be like, this hour is designated, you know, designated for whatever it may be. You know what else too? And like, this is just a side bit, but do you know how many people I've known who've met the love of their life when they're like volunteering or doing like some community work? How many? Like a <laughs> lot. Yeah, it's like, oh, like where did you guys meet? Oh, like we met at a beach cleanup or like, oh, we, we met at some, mm-hmm. you know, the kennel club for right. dogs at an adoption event. You, you know, people some with shit the same mindset. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think just like people who just like give a shit, maybe, yeah, exactly. you know, because you can have a Tinder like Brad does not, <laughs> but, and you would see all these airheads. Oh, you want to make a one? Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> My buddies have already tried. Don't, don't even, they, they straight up out. Put no, the loose podcast email on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Inquiries here. Um, you know, that's such a good point that you just brought up. Um, I, I actually just made a video on my Instagram, my personal account, um, about what it means to do something for somebody else. And there's this thing called altruism, right? And it's like this euphoric feeling that you receive. It's that high feeling that you get when you do something for somebody else. And uh, the advice that I was given a long time ago was I had no clue what I wanted to do. And they're like, go serve humanity. Go do something for somebody else. So like a beach cleanup or different things like that. A lot of times it's like proven that people actually discover their spouse or they discover what they want to do in life. Obviously, you may not completely, you know, not related to like charity or anything, but you realize, you know what? I'm really good at selling things. You know, I should go be a salesman. That eye opener. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you feel like you're so focused trying to figure out what you want to do, what am I going to do? You're looking through books, looking through books. Try setting those aside for a second and go volunteer somewhere. And uh, you just never know. Can I ask you a dumb question? Nothing's dumb. (laughs) Are you religious? I am. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because like a, a, a lot of the things that you say are very reminiscent yeah. of like, you know, things that are sort of taught with mm-hmm. the, with, with the doctrine. Like what you said um, right now, you know, when you don't know what to do, like just try serving, Yeah. you know, yeah. like serving humanity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard that like maybe on a scripture or something that, that you know, when, when you're lost, yeah. then the best thing for you to do is to like serve your fellow man and then you'll find your way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's always, there's so many different ways to like find what you want to do or whatever. But for me with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a person of faith and I, and I'm a Christian and, um, I really try to look at my life and figure out how I got here. And I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I, I was like, that doesn't make sense. I can't figure out the reason. I'm not even kidding. I had papers all over my desk trying to figure out how I got to where I am today. And I couldn't figure it out. And I knew it had to have been something else that got me to where I am. And, and that's kind of how, um, why I'm, you know, a Christian. And, and, that's, 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 and that's what the Bible teaches is just serving. Serving and being um, in love. So. I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah, you know that like to be godly, like you can't act like a god. You have to act like yeah, like a servant. Yeah, right? and 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 people, you know, in, in any religion, right? Any religion, people get scared because when that word religion pops up, they immediately put that wall up or different things like that. But in reality, for me, I don't follow religion. It's not a religion for me. It's a relationship with somebody that is much higher than me that I can count on all the time and somebody that I can talk to when I'm at my lowest of lows. And when you feel like things aren't going going right and you feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel or you're hitting rock bottom, call out to God. That's, that's, that's the best advice that I can give. Um, no matter what, you know, and uh, no offense to anybody that isn't related to religion or anything. It's just... You know, you asked me the questions. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm yeah. answering them. No, there's, there's, there's like, you know. I'm not one to like push it down someone's. Yeah, throat. gullet. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not. And, and plus, you know, um, I guess like to me, um, I'm not very religious myself, mm-hmm. but I can see where a lot of like good things come from a, a lot of the teachings. Like if, if, if you listen to the scripture and, you know, stuff like that, um, helping out people, yeah. you know, respecting your neighbor, looking mm-hmm. out after one another, mm-hmm. you know, like th- these are all basic human things that, um, some people just don't get, Yeah, yeah. you know, that is, that's so truth, man. absolutely. You know, if that's, if that's like your motivator, like your mind, your main motivator, your main wave, by all means, oh, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than, yeah. Other stuff. You know, yeah. You yeah. know, people are, you know, when you talked about like, the universe or, um, different things like that, everybody's got their thing. Everybody, um, you know, nobody on the earth is perfect. We all, I know that. I think you guys know that. Nobody on this earth is perfect. Some people mm-hmm. think they're perfect. <laughs> um, they'll tell you that they're perfect, <laughs> but then, uh, you know, you kind of do some investigating. You're like, <laughs> that ain't perfect right there. But um, Just sit him down on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sit him down and, and get some pineapple questions. Right here. Like, uh, good to uh, go. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's, that's how I uh, kind of look at it, man, and... That's where I'm at. Well, I think I think you know first and foremost of of everything, um, just based on like what you do, the kind of person you are, and like your value system. I appreciate you. Thank you. And I know people you've helped, and people that know people you've helped, mm-hmm. 
and people that have seen, you know, you've created such a big wave mm. with just small actions and, you know, very humble beginnings starting like your, you know, 5013C. You're making an impact. Thank you. So I want to see this through. I want you to keep going. And, uh, you know, I want you to get as much uh, exposure and marketing and everything. We're going to blow this up because I really feel like you're doing a terrific thing for families. What do you Uh, think, Tony? I agree. Can't wait for him to blow it up, come back, and (laughs) let us know that he's killing it and we're still here. No, I'm joking. But all inside, man, I love where you stand for. I love your passion. I, Look at you. <laughs> I'm trying to promote here. Look at you. <laughs> I, I love the passion. I love that you're young, and I don't want you to burn yourself out. That's why yeah. I tell you, like, take time for yourself. Yeah. Like, make sure you're, you're doing time for Brad. Like, even though you said you have those activities, but it's okay. I, I, I burn myself out in work. Yeah. So I can relate. Like, I got a nice salary job at 23, 24, and I was like, I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. When you're in, you know, you burn yourself out. So yeah. keep, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Me and Joey are here to help you. Like, if anything, carrying boxes, doing anything, promoting that way. You know, we might not so be able. Cool. Can't write a check, but we'll be there as nah. a person. We'll be, we'll be standing mm-hmm. there. Yeah. We like what you stand for. I know our listeners can relate because a lot of people come from even low income or just parents that had to grind to make something happen. Yeah. So they're going to be willing to help. So I can't wait to see what you got going last for question Thank for you. you so much guys what's up with the with the acting palette do you have anything coming up <laughs> uh we're working on a few things um the guy that i'm with right now uh we just finished a script and we're about to finish another one right now yeah so um uh yeah it's uh it's it's going good that's and awesome it's uh i can't say too much about those things of course like the book I, and the yeah, acting, yeah. And i kind of mm-hmm. contractually i have to like just we will keep our eyes out, though, you know, for when something pops. Thank or you. or if you, you know, make an announcement, then we'll repost that. So See, and check it out. You guys keep doing your thing with this podcast, you know, and reaching all these people. And who knows where you guys may be as well, you know. I can't, we just want to have fun to conversations yeah, about but, people who are actually doing things. But that, that's, that's it, right? Like, having fun with it. Like, that's so big. And the fact that you guys have fun and I can feel the energy from you guys uh, is going to take you guys far. And, uh, you know, I appreciate all the advice that you guys have given me and, oh, yeah, uh, and the yeah. support. So. I didn't really say anything. It was all him. He's, no. he's all wise. No, you guys, you got, you got, no, it's, this is grown. Cool, <laughs> I just want you to keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you. Like, seriously, like, I, I really want to see this become something substantial. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, Everyone likes the local sto- story. Everyone. Everybody loves, yeah, and yeah. like that, the touches home. I'm, I'm a local. He's a local. You're a local. Yeah. So you know, it's that's touching my my community where I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, we grew up in the same neck of the woods over in East County. So, you know, um, yeah, man, like for real, I appreciate it. Everybody, oh, thank you, appreciates it. Um, go ahead and plug away. Uh, that's oh. it for today's episode. But again, we're gonna follow up, and we want to have you back on after your book tour yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead and uh, plug away a second time and then uh yeah know. yeah so uh like i said you can find a uh, single hope foundation on single hope foundation on instagram single hope foundation on uh facebook and uh, and as well on mine is uh bradley michael boyce is a personal account where i'll do different other different things that uh can maybe help you out as well so I want to have you back on seriously after your book tour. I just want like a recap. We can have like a fun conversation. Yeah, I you got know. you guys. <laughs> um, and yeah, so Tony, 
Take us out, Mallow. and that's it for 54. 53. F- 53. God 53. damn it. All right, whatever. <laughs> Episode 53, another what podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Go follow Brad. Just keep an eye out for him. We'll keep posting stuff when he tells us in the loop of what he's had going on locally, how we can help. Might not be financially. There's three ways, you know, you can support financially, you can help when he has events, or you can even just point a finger and be like, hey, that person over there needs to help. Mm-hmm. And um, stay out for us. Stay woke for us. As always, we got some hey, we got some heavy hitters. Yep. We, we got some good guests coming take, up your way. Take care of your neighbors, honestly. You know, look out for each other. And Love once again, other. this is all a community. If this connection right here was done for from Carl, you know, so anyone out Shout there. Shout out to Carl again. Anyone that can communicate with us and hook us up. It's been real. As always, we love you. Peace.